When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Schadenfreude? Everybody must have screamed, ah! He's a sung hero. Little pushy pushy. Are you back? from listening to Stairway to Heaven twice. Now those are just words I looked up on the internet. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. <laughs> from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 20, Texas Tech. And how do you how do you explain what we just saw? I'm I'm going to try, but in West Virginia won, and they get their first Big Twelve road win, technically since 2021. Officially, their first win in Lubbock without any uh, pandemic restrictions on fans coming to watch the game. First win there since 2016. That's seven calendar years ago. Tubby Smith was the coach. And they break that streak, and they win in Lubbock. And is Texas Tech a good team? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know? I mean, you could say, well, they haven't – they've had eight attempts of winning a Big 12 game, and they have been successful on zero. But when you look at how they've lost those games – and I haven't watched Texas Tech play a lot – but they've been in all the games. No, I mean, one stinker at Iowa State, and Iowa State can do that to you. Uh, and West Virginia had one stinker going into this one, the loss at home to Kansas. 
So very similar resume there. Lots of under 10 point losses at home on the road against really good teams because every team in the Big 12 is good. So all West Virginia had was a breakthrough against TCU at home, cut to TCU smoking Kansas over the weekend. And um, and they're good and because Kansas doesn't get done like that in Kansas. So very similar resumes. So you could you could leave the game tonight um, saying, man, that's the worst team in the Big 12. And technically you may be right, but there was also some uh, – I'm an old person, but Spider-Man meme – Spider-Man pointing at other Spider-Man. Did you feel that? I felt that a lot in this game. Because some of the things I watched Texas Tech do tonight are things that I've seen WVU do and classified under not smart, you know? Technical fouls. That's that's something West Virginia does on a regular basis. Get technical fouls, usually at inopportune times. There's never a good time to get a technical foul. Texas Tech had two of them tonight both with fouls involved already. And Eric Stevenson went back to South Carolina mode and made all of the free throws. So twice, Eric Stevenson gets fouled. Twice, Texas Tech gets a technical foul called on them. Twice, Eric Stevenson gets four cracks at free throws. And twice, Eric Stevenson makes them all. So when you look at Eric Stevenson's stat line and he and he ends up with 16 points, half of those came off of dumb things that Texas Tech did. Eight for eight, credit to Eric Stevenson, but also credit to Texas Tech, right? And you they got technical fouls because you know the stance here on, on refereeing in college basketball period, but specifically we watch West Virginia play in the Big 12. And those guys tonight were all over the place. Very, very in line with how the game went. That was just, I think, of the Eric Andre show where you it's like tonight's game was like watching a two-hour and 20-minute episode of the Eric Andre show. <laughs> you can find that. Find that on the internet. Uh, don't watch it with children because it's out there. But that's how I felt. It, it was a fever dream game. There's so much crazy. And back to Spider-Man meme. So Texas Tech, dumb stuff like that. Um, just snake bit feels strong, but luck is not on Texas Tech's side as far as they were not getting offensive rebounds. West Virginia was lucking out tonight on the bounces kind of breaking their way on those long rebound opportunities. And their freshman, who's been really good and been taking a bunch of shots, he he goes down with plenty of time left. And there was bad luck, and they did dumb things. But it's not like West Virginia, and you and you and they finish with a fifteen point win. How did they do that? How did they get to 76? <laughs> I mean, the answer is they made a lot of threes and they made a lot of free throws. But if, like, remove that, and what did West Virginia do tonight? I mean, West Virginia didn't score <laughs> for the first 
uh, almost over four minutes. It was 8-0 at one point, 10-2 at the first TV timeout, I believe, all night in a 15-point win. The, the turnovers, the just terrible passes, just balls flying. There was there were passes that weren't turn, turnovers. It's like you're just you're just trying to get somebody annoyed by throwing a basketball at their feet. So many basketballs thrown at feet, basketballs thrown at somebody's finger trip, fingertips that have been outstretched and, and they can barely hold on to it. Just terrible, terrible passing. Terrible. With love and respect, terrible. Oh, the refs. I mean, that one play where the guy could basically be in Trey Mitchell's personal space. That's how close the referee was to the one call where the ball was bouncing around. It bounced off of Trey Mitchell's face out of bounds. The guy, the referee is in Trey Mitchell's personal space. That's how close he is to the play. And he points towards West Virginia like it's their ball. I mean, (laughs) Texas Tech didn't even get excited when they reversed that. They just were angry. Even after they reversed it, still angry. And very rightly so. And some of those slow motion replays of where fouls were called on both teams that were phantom fouls and like what how is that a foul it just happened more than one hand the number of times that that happened and so does that make for a good game no it makes for a crazy game and a long game and West Virginia won this game by the way <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around what happened because if they weren't making free throws, which credit the WVU, they made their free throws tonight. Uh, they made they took a ton of threes against Texas Tech, and one of one of the Mountaineers made five of them. He went five of eleven, and he had two bank shots. Seth Wilson, multiple bank threes in a game. Matter of fact, West Virginia used the backboard effectively tonight joe toussaint was doing i mean joe toussaint looks nothing like tim duncan but he was on the left side getting bank shots to go in eric stevenson threw it off the side of the backboard uh, as an attempted shot got it back and made a bank shot after that so so many bank shots for wvu in spots that in 2023 you don't see guys use the glass was Seth Wilson. Was he trying to use the glass? I have seen Seth Wilson do that. We've seen him. This is not the first time we've seen him bank long shots, uh, but it was really happening tonight. And Seth Wilson had 15 points. Joe Toussaint went from 11 minutes to 28 minutes. I mean, Coming out of that first TV timeout, or Huggins called a timeout, it, it worked as the first TV timeout, and he brought five new guys out there. There was a Josiah Harris um, sighting. And Joe Toussaint, instead of getting in with four minutes to go in the first half, got in with 15 minutes to go in the first half. And he played a bunch, 28 minutes, and he was <laughs> – he was bouncing around energizer bunny style like the end of the game where 
the white flag has been waved, and Joe Toussaint is just my man was pinballing at the end of the game when it was over. Texas Tech was like felt like they had to play defense because of what kind of energy Joe Toussaint had, and he had that energy all night. And somehow he only had two turnovers. He went to the line 14 times, made 12 of them, and he led West Virginia in scoring from why didn't he play to leading the team in scoring 22 points. I mean, you look at the at the starters' production. Jimmy Bell, 0 for 1. Trey Mitchell, 1 for 4. Emma Matthews, 1 for 3. Kedrian Johnson, 1 for 4. And then Stevenson was – three for 12. So the starters made six field goals in 40 minutes and West Virginia won by 15. (laughs) What? Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Bengals, Chiefs, AFC Championship rematch, 49ers, Eagles. The Eagles are back after a few years away. Should be a fun weekend. I'm looking forward to both games. Cincinnati's geographically the closest to me, so nice to see the Bengals repeat. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh, so how did they do that? Well, I told you all the bad things Texas Tech did. And West Virginia did a better job of staying in front of Texas Tech. And... The rebounding was better. They they did really good. Jimmy Bell, he he did not have a good night, but he was there. When he was in the game, he was there for those long misses and involved in them, even if he didn't get them. He, he really was attacking the offensive glass and did so effectively. Again, not a great night for him, but the rebound seemed to come to him. And... That gives me the James Oconquo. And uh, this was a night where West Virginia scored 76, and a lot of the second half involved two of Jimmy Bell, James Oconquo, and Mo Wagi on the floor at the same time. I mean, Oconquo was playing a lot of four. It was three guards, Oconquo at the four, and Wagi or Bell at the five, which is not a lineup that you're thinking is going to score. (laughs) It's going to be a good offensive uh, team. But defensively, if you just was box score guy or woman and said, oh, Oconquo, two blocks in 22 minutes. Uh, That's uh, he lucked into a couple of blocks. 
the block he had on on Bacho, where the you know Texas Tech feeds the post over the top. Bacho was being fronted by Oconquo. He's having to make it up, and Bacho's going to dunk the ball. And Oconquo, who is shorter than Bacho, I would say substantially, and by a substantially more than an inch, moon rockets up into the sky and blocks it with both hands. It wasn't like a true Sagabakanate uh, volleyball block, but it was darn close. Like he almost just grabbed it. As it stands, that was that was an amazing play and a play that stands out for the season. And again, it stands out against a team who's 0-8 in the Big 12 and 10-10 and 10 on the season. But it doesn't matter. That was crazy. Okonkwo. In the 20th game, Okonkwo had more minutes than Bell and Wagi. The third guy of the three big guys. He was your guy tonight, and he and he was fantastic. He was fantastic in his 22 minutes. He did not take a mid-range shot. He only had one turnover. Just a solid performance by Oconquo. Yeah, West Virginia made 19 shots in 40 minutes. <laughs> they made 19 shots and scored 76 points because they made 28 free throws. I mean, the first eight minutes of the second half, whatever you have in your mind of a class in high school, like right after lunch, that was 50 minutes and you're 20 minutes into the teaching and you're like, it's got to be three o'clock. It's got to be the end of the day. And we're only 20 minutes into the period. It also made me think of like, you ever go to a chain restaurant, large family gathering? I just remember these things growing up of like, we're not calling the restaurant ahead. We're going to take 12 people there. And you get there and you see some open tables, but not enough for your party of 12. You see a party of 12 in front of you and the, and the maitre d' says, uh, you'll be done. You'll be seated at that table once they're done. And then you wait. And that's, <laughs> and that wait was how the first eight minutes of the second half went. We're just foul after foul after foul. West Virginia, like, again, 19 field goals for the night. In that first eight minutes, I'd be surprised that they got to, like, two made shots that weren't from the free throw line. So that's that's bad. That is not great. And West Virginia wins this one going away. So what <laughs> I don't I'm not ever going to look at I'm going to definitely watch the Aconquo replay over and over again. And I'm going to seek out that Woggy dunk and I'm going to check that out and watch it a bunch of times. Like there's things that happen in this game uh that I want to replay over and over again. But the watching I'll never watch the first 8 minutes of the second half ever again. It was really it's just bad. <laughs> so what does that mean? For WVU, well, history says that if West Virginia loses four in a row, they're going to have a losing season. So that's that's what I'm holding. I'm not really trying to hold on to that, but that's what history says. And 
I'll believe that until it's proven wrong. Okay. If you throw history out the window, now you're looking at two and six, like you had to win that game and trying to figure out how to get to eight conference wins. You had to have this one tonight and you got it and you got it convincingly and you could have won it by one, but you need that one. Okay. So that gets you to two. So now you need, I think, six more conference wins. They were talking up on the ESPN broadcast, like the possibility that even seven wins in the league could get you there. So it's one that if you don't believe in history, you had to have and you got it, right? You you win it with your starters making uh, a combined five or six field goals and just not not being on for whatever reason. Huggins was saying post game that they're really injured. Keenan Johnson, uh, he was in street clothes in the second half, it looked like, and Emmett Matthews didn't play a lot, and he talked about Emmett being injured and lots of guys dealing with lots of injuries. And so it's that time of the year. But for whatever reason, you get this – not only do you get the win, but you get it on the back of your bench. You get it from Joey T after having to apologize for not getting him in the last game. You get it from Oconquo. You get it from Seth Wilson. And you're getting it from these guys on the road. There was a lot of Kobe Johnson minutes. And Kobe Johnson did what he does of, like, not adding a, a ton, but definitely not subtracting from the equation. And so you get it in a way that you didn't think you could get a game uh, in the non-conference schedule. You couldn't say in the non-conference, well, if nobody in the starting lineup is giving you a ton, then how are you going to win? The answer in the non-conference schedule would be you're not winning. And tonight you did it. It doesn't matter that Texas Tech may not be good. It's something uh, that you – that you haven't done in in two years. So you get that, you get one that you needed, you get it from your bench guys. And as I'm recording this, Auburn is losing, which I will talk about Auburn here in a little bit. You can focus on your home games and try to sneak one on the road against a team that's having a bad night. That's, that's how I'm handling it. But you, if West Virginia loses this game, then, um, you know, are we – I can tell you this. I would have melted in the rest of the year. <laughs> like, I would have – I'm telling you, I want to be – I just want to be honest with you. I would have no hope for the rest of the season, even if Bob Huggins, Hall of Fame coach Bob Huggins, would have ditched all of the seniors and went with all of the freshmen – similar to what he did in 2019 to try to have some kind of spark and some kind of, and he had to do that in 2019. And even if he would have done that this year, given the NIL environment, I, I would have been uh, checked out as a fan, as a podcaster, it would have been, it would have been bad, but that's hypothetical. It didn't happen. And it was a very real possibility that it could. And yet West Virginia somehow after that first, I'm talking about the first eight minutes of the second half, that first half, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Even more mysterious that West Virginia, after spotting Texas Tech 8 and all the crazy passes that happened and all the shots they didn't make, they were up five. <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you figure? It's so it's such a weird game. They did what they had to do. This episode of Unreasonable Down is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. You know how it works. Call 304-416-3631. Here's a sample call that you could make to Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Hello, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Hi, I'm Josh Witt. Guess what? I've got Voltron, all of the Voltron, all put together, and I've got the individual pieces. Do you want it? Great. Uh, and you'll give me cash? See? And, and scene. So definitely with your Voltron, with your comic books, with your action figures, with your collectibles, call that number. Have your conversation with Freeman Sports Cars and Collectibles and get cash. Also, you can go out and about. February 3rd through the 5th, Parkersburg area, Grand Central Mall, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles will be having a card show and collectible show. So they'll be there at the Grand Central Mall. Be with them February 3rd through the 5th. Check out what they have. Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles. The next game for WVU is Saturday, back at home. SEC Big 12 Challenge, ESPN proper, WVU will host Charles Barkley, Bruce Pearl, and the Auburn Tigers. And I have not watched a lot of Auburn this season. They're really good. They're a top 25 team. They'll come into this game 16-4. and They're going to be coming off of a loss. They lost at home to Texas A&M. So I don't like that as far as how I'd like Auburn to come in. I'd like to have them coming in riding high and get blindsided. So they will be focused coming off of a loss. And another thing, you know, in things you'd hope for, you'd hope the team that you get paired up with in the SEC Big 12 Challenge would be like a change of pace as far as something different than what you see in the Big 12. And – you don't. You're not getting that with Auburn. They are, according to Ken Pomeroy's computer, the 11th best defense in the country. They really, I mean, fifth in the country in defensive effective field goal percentage, second in the country in three-point percentage defense. Like, they're giving up. Teams are shooting 25% against Auburn from three. And they're top 10 in block percentage. I mean, they are really good at defense. They're anchored by the dude we saw for Moorhead State in 2021, Johnny Broom. He's transferred to Auburn, and he's doing really well there. Uh, The flip side, Auburn not great at offense, really good at offensive rebounding. That's how they really – make up for their poor shooting. And when I'm talking poor, as great as they are at defending the three, 
their three-point percentage for the season, uh, under 30%. They are 29.9% on the season. Not spectacular from two. Bad at the free throw line. So as it's shaping up to be another rock fight, we'll see who the referees are in Morgantown. But this will be a good test for WVU. This is the last year of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. So we'll wish the challenge well in its future endeavors after this game. Not a must win to me, uh, but definitely in resume building and West Virginia in the ba- in the bracket matrix is on the bubble, getting win a win over Auburn, who looks good in the computers, and the humans like them as well. You want that feather in your cap when you're comparing teams, West Virginia, comparing West Virginia to other teams that are on the bubble. Like, well, they did beat a really good Auburn team that's going to make the NCAA tournament. Like, you want you want somebody to say that in the in the committee. But if they don't say that, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a lost cause. It'd be nice to win this game. Not a must win game Saturday against Auburn. We'll see what happens. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt, WVU, for the 2022-2023 season. They have 12 wins and they have 8 losses. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.